Hey, in this video, I wanna talk with you about the three traits that successful business owners all have in common. So if you wanna be successful in business, then uh, you should pay attention to this. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. What's going on guys, Yuri L. Kame here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health and fitness professionals scale successful coaching businesses online without the grind. And I've had, I've spoken about this before in many other places and, and probably some of my videos on YouTube, but I want to reiterate this because this is extremely important. Every day I speak with my clients, I have a, a call I do every morning and I, it really spurs ideas for these videos. And one of the things that I was recently sharing with our clients was uh, these three things, these traits that I've noticed successful business owners have in common. Because the problem is that it's very easy to start an online business, right? Like what's the barrier to entry of starting a business online? There is none. Well, what makes you have a business online? And here's, here's actually a really good question to answer. How do you know if you have an online business or do you just have an Instagram account that you're posting on, right? There's a very big difference, right? So the key here is to understand that nothing happens immediately. There are no overnight successes and there are no shortcuts, okay? I want you to understand that because if you're looking for overnight success, shortcuts, and easy, you're never going to succeed, never, and not just in business, but in any area of life. So... Let's talk about these three traits. I would consider myself a very successful business owner. Am I the most successful business owner of all time? Well, how do you quantify that, right? I've been in business for 20 years. I think that's a pretty good track record and I've built the life of my dreams. Financial independence, great relationship with my family, love the work I do. I've helped transform the lives of hundreds of thousands of people and, pre- and practitioners and health professionals. And I wake up every day and go to bed every day feeling extremely content and fulfilled. I would consider that success. So let me share with you what I've known to be true in my life as well as many other business owners and not just online, but just in general, okay? So first and foremost is clarity of vision. You have to know where you're going. Otherwise, any route will do, right? Because if you don't know where you're headed, you'll just jump on any path. It doesn't matter because you have no direction of where you're going. The number one thing you need to do as the owner of your business is think and communicate your vision, right? Now, when you're starting off, you have to do that and everything else. But as you grow in your business, you have to start firing yourself from a lot of the stuff. And at the end of the day, You are the captain of the ship. You have to tell the team where you're headed. Here's the vision. Here's why we're doing this. Here's where we're moving towards. You need to constantly sell that vision. But if you don't know what the vision is, then you can't communicate it. So, and and I've said this before many times, and I mentioned this to my clients, like, you know, our clients work with us to develop initially their, their sales and marketing skills, essentially, right? Like how to get more clients, how to automate more of their systems, etc. You have to learn that stuff. You can't delegate marketing. You can't delegate messaging early on. I would say in 99% of cases, 
where someone has said, and I was just having a conversation with one of our Luminaries Mastermind guys yesterday, and he was telling me the the ad agency we're working with is not producing. And I said, it's no surprise because you're paying them a fixed retainer. They don't give a shit, right? You have to master the basic fundamental things. It doesn't mean you need to do them forever, okay? But you have to understand them enough so that when you do hire them out, you know good from not so good. So the goal in business is as you continue scaling, as you continue growing, you remove yourself more and more from the doingness and you get to a point of thinkingness, right? Because the most valuable use of your time is up here, is your thinking, is your ideation, is your ability to clarify what the vision and the future looks like. Now, I'm going to raise my hands here because Clarifying the vision for five years, 10 years down the road for me has never been easy. I have a, I have a tough time seeing where I want to be um, very specifically in five or 10 years. And I think part of the reason for that is because there's so many variables that are going to change. I mean, when I, I was talking with my wife about this, we've historically moved every five years. And when we purchased the house that we lived in at the time, I had no clue what we would eventually move into. Now, does that mean maybe I haven't stepped back and thought about it a little bit more? Maybe, but I also think that some people have a better ability to think into the future than others. And I know some of these people, and I also know some very successful business owners who are not able to see into the future with the same level of clarity as if they were looking back yesterday. So, I think this is a muscle that we can develop. And I, and I think one of the things that I'm working on and I encourage you to work on too is you can today, if I were to ask you what your business looks like, how many clients you work with, what is your revenue, et cetera, you're able to articulate that very clearly because it's like, yeah, I work with 50 clients. Here's how much money I make. Here are the challenges. Here's what's great. But if I were to ask you five years down the road, what does that look like? Well, it's tough, right? But the goal in a perfect world, perfect scenario, is that you're able to articulate at that time in the future exactly quantitatively what that vision looks like, as if you were describing today. Yeah, five years from now, we're working 571 clients, we're each paying us a million dollars, you know, whatever it is. But here's the thing too with vision, is I think vision is a combination of feeling and and specificity at the same time. Because the reality, and I've talked about this before too, is the more specific and clear you are, the faster you're gonna get there. Okay, so you gotta work on that. I gotta work on that. But at the same time, it's also very arbitrary to say I'm gonna make this much money by this date. Those are two arbitrary things that we've pulled out of the ethers, right? So if you say I'm gonna make a million dollars by next year and you don't, but you make a million dollars in 14 months from now, Right? How are you supposed to really project when you can make that, that revenue? Or you know, if five years down the road, you set a goal for working with 500 clients and two years into that, you recognize like, you know what? This is not that important. I've recognized that this other thing is more important. Then you have to be able to give yourself permission to pivot your vision a little bit. I think some people are so fixated on staying the course with their vision that they don't allow for it to adapt. And I think that's dangerous because this has happened to me many times in my business journey where I've said, this is where I want to go. And then halfway up the mountain, I was like, you know what? I actually don't want to climb this mountain anymore. It's a friggin' nightmare. So knowing what I know now, I'd actually rather be a little bit over here and climb that mountain. 
And it's not about the shiny object chasing different squirrels scenario. It's about perspective and context and sometimes recognizing what you don't know as you go forward. So my, 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 my intention here is to hopefully, to the best of your ability, articulate what your vision looks like as far out into the future as you think you can get clarity around. So for us, we have a 2025 vision. We have a whole PDF. I'm actually gonna post this on our website so anyone can see it. It's a pretty concrete document, but here's the funny thing. There are elements in that document that are no longer relevant. And we just created it six months ago. And this is what I mean. And I'm not talking about doing things that are completely off course all the time. I'm saying there are things that happen sometimes out of your control. Sometimes there are technological innovations. Sometimes sometimes things like COVID happens and throws a wrench into everything. So you have to be able to adapt and pivot. But most importantly, you as the owner need to articulate what the direction is. So that's the first trait is clarity of vision and being able to articulate it or communicate it. Second is persistence. Like, I mean, the only reason I have achieved anything in my life, professional soccer, et cetera, success in business, um, is because I just kept going. Now, I'll give you the parallel here. Let me, let me actually share the third trait because the two of them are going to go hand in hand. So the, tr- the third trait of successful business owners is focus. So focus is everything in your business. Like it is so easy to get distracted. I just had a client uh, two days ago ask me, hey, Yuri, what do you think about adding an app to my business? And I asked her, I'm like, well, where, where's that coming from? She's like, well, I saw an ad on Instagram talking about an app, da, 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 da. And I said, all right, let's stop there for a second. Is there a pain in your delivery? So in, in her client's delivery, that this app could solve, or are you are you starting to think about the app only because you saw the ad? Okay, because if we just see things and we're like, oh, I got to do that, then we're just adding more stuff to the pile. But if we if we see things as like, oh, this can actually solve a major problem in my business, then it makes a bit more sense. Focus is key. I tell my clients four things: one offer. Okay, so you got one core offer, one program. One pipeline, one funnel, one like one marketing system. One year, one million dollars. <throat> hey Yuri, should I? Um, I just made my first couple sales. I should, you know, should I have a DIY offer for my coaching program? I'm like, are you at a million dollars in revenue yet? Are you making a million dollars in revenue? No. Great. Next question. Hey Yuri, I started a month ago, and I'm thinking of also doing this other thing. Hey, have you been at this for a year minimum? Have you been 100% focused on this? Have you generated a million dollars yet? No? Good, don't ask me about this. Because the biggest thing that is going to derail you from your dreams is a lack of focus. I'm gonna come back to persistence in just a second, but I wanna hammer this home. Focus is everything. We all heard the, you know, the typical, like if you have a magnifying glass and the sun beams on an ant, it'll roast it. But you know, by itself, without the magnifying glass, giving the focus of the sunbeam, it doesn't do the same thing. It's the same thing. Where energy goes, where attention goes, energy flows and results show. Where you focus your attention is where you will see results in your life. If you are 100% maniacally focused on your business, and how often have we seen this? Very often, we let our health go. We let our relationships go. We let our, 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 our family go. Right? We all know a lot of entrepreneurs who've been divorced, who've left their spouses, who've, you know, whatever, who've let their health go because they've been so obsessed about their business, they forgot this other stuff. 
I don't think that's healthy. I do think you should definitely have areas of focus for health, relationships, business, and you can have great aspects in each one of those. You can have great health. You can have a great business. You can have great relationships. It doesn't have to be one or the other. But within business, it's very important to focus because there are so many distractions. There are so many things you could be doing. There are so many ways to climb the mountain. But there's only one, truly, that's going to make the most sense for you. And you have to honor that. Okay? And I understand that like our model isn't the right one for everyone. And I understand that's, that's, I don't care. That's totally fine. I'm not here to convince people. I'm here to say if you're sick and tired of all this other stuff, this is what we found to be the fastest and smartest way. Is it going to make sense for you? I don't know. It might. If it doesn't, that's fine. But you got to focus. Okay, Focus is everything. When I was growing up, I committed to playing professional soccer. That was my goal. That was my dream. I was like obsessed. I would watch soccer Saturday every morning. I had posters on my walls. I watched all the replays of Real Madrid, Barcelona, I went to the park every single day. I mean, I all I don't even remember going to school. All I did was play soccer and I played soccer video games and I loved it. But here's the thing is that, and this goes into the second trait, persistence, is I'm, I'm talking about 10 years old and I had this belief in my mind that I was going to make it happen. Like it wasn't a question of like, I hope someday. I never hoped. I knew. I knew I was I was delusional. I was the best goalkeeper on my team, I was the best goalkeeper in my city. I was the best goalkeeper in my province. I was the best goalkeeper in the country. I was the best goalkeeper in North America. I was the best goalkeeper in the world. Now, talk about someone who's full of themselves. But listen, what's the alternative? Oh, I'm not good enough. I don't think I'm that good. And what what, what does that end up leading to? It leads to I'm not going to keep going because I don't believe in myself. I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this. Like I would watch professional soccer games when I was in my teenage years. And I'm like, yeah, that goalie's amazing, but I'm better. He's not that much better than I am. I could do that. And I've always had that belief. Now, I don't know where that comes from. And I don't know if I can just give you that magical power. It is a magical power, to be honest, because self-belief and confidence is very, very important. And it ties in with persistence, because if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to keep going. So how do you build self-belief? You build self-belief by taking massive action and recognizing, man, that worked. I can do it. I can do more of it, right? Sure, you get feedback from other people like, man, you're doing a good job. You're really good at this. Awesome. But you know internally like, man, this this is what I'm here to do. So when I was in my teenagers, I practiced every day. I played every day. I thought about this. I visualized it, everything. And it was 10 years when I was at the end of high school I had the ability to go over to France to uh, to go into a couple academies, PSG, Nantes in France, et cetera. And I made the decision at the time to not do that. And I decided to stay. I, to be honest, I think I was scared to leave, go to a different country, um, if I'm being truthful. So I decided to stay in Toronto, go to the University of Toronto. I wanted to get my education, right? It was an amazing decision. I was able to play four years at the university, you know, got recognized as the best goalie in Canada, tw- you know, two years, et cetera. Um, and during that time, I played professionally with the uh, professional team in Toronto, but I signed as an amateur to keep my status uh, to be able to play at the university. And then when I was finished, I went over to France to play professionally over there. So none of that would have happened if I was not just like persistently focused on like this dream of mine. Then in business, it's the same thing. Like, I, like, I can't tell you how many things have not worked out in my business. 
it's not even close. It's not even like if this were if this were a soccer game, I would have been like I'd be the last place team in the league, like easily. How many games did you win? One. How many did you lose? Uh, Thirty-seven this year. That's been my journey in business. I have lost so many times, but I just kept going. Right? It's just like I was too dumb, too stubborn, too persistent, too like I was what I call delusional optimism. I'm delusionally optimistic that things are going to get better. Even now with everything going on, I don't even know if we're on the verge of like communism in Canada or whatever. And who knows what's going to happen with all this nonsense. But I have this belief that things are going to get better. Because if if I don't, I'm not going to get up in the morning. What's the point, right? And this is just how I'm built. I think everyone can be built. I, I think everyone can, tr- we can train ourselves to have this type of mindset. I'm not saying my mindset is right for you. But I'm saying you have to persist in the face of shit happening all the time. Facebook ad accounts shut down, team members leaving, firing team members, having brutal clients, having amazing clients, trying something, it flops, trying something, it works. Most things you think are going to work out don't. Like You have to keep going. And I think part of the reason for this video is that I just want to be very real with you. Like when you when you set the expectation for success, whatever that looks like, don't expect it to happen any time in the near future. You have to be so in love with, with what you do that you're willing to, as they say, eat shit for as long as possible to make it happen because in all of the eating shit, it will be well worth it. And it's not because what happens at the end. It's you actually enjoy eating shit. Now, I know that sounds really disgusting, okay? And maybe that's not the best analogy, but it's the journey, not the destination. Because the destination is such a small moment. Yay, hit New York Times bestseller status. All right, cool, what's for dinner, right? Like, it's done. But it's the journey, it's how you grow, it's who you become. That's what you need to look forward to. That's what you need to relish. That's what you need to celebrate. And when things go wrong, who cares, right? Like, you just get on with it and it's, a beautiful opportunity. One of the things I can share with you that I think I've grown the most in is I don't see problems as problems. I see every single problem as a blessing because it's like, thank you for this roadblock. How do we overcome it? If that wasn't there in the first place, we wouldn't be thinking creatively about how to overcome it. So every single challenge, Ryan Holiday talks about this in his book, The Obstacle is the Way. Everything is is there's no good or bad, right? You make a million dollars, is that good or bad? Doesn't matter. Your Facebook ad account gets shut down, right? Something bad happens in your business. Is it bad? Only the meaning you give to it is what's important. I can promise you, if you give better meaning to situations in your life, you can never lose. Because if everything is great, you can never lose. Now, what's objective, what's subjective? you know, talk to a, talk to a, a metaphysicist, they'll say it's the same thing. There is no objective. Your subjective is the objective, right? I'm not going to go too metaphysical here, but the idea here is everything is up here, right? I've got a new book coming out called Mind Floss, and it's all about this stuff because everything you want to achieve in life is limited right here. There is no one in your life, no circumstance, nothing externally to you that will hold you back in life. And I don't care if you are black, white, Asian, female, male, short, tall, you live in the ghetto, you live in the best place in the world. Nothing externally 
can hold you back from the success you want in life, accept what's up here. This is the only prison that you will ever have in your life, ever. And the quicker you accept that, and the quicker you see the possibility for when this opens up and shows you what you can do, when you control this and you are the leader of it, not the other way around, anything is possible, okay? So clarity of vision, persistence, and focus are the three, I think, fundamental traits of successful business owners, but also successful athletes, successful anything. If you feel you want to add anything to this conversation, what do you think might be a good trait? Let me know in the comments below. If you've enjoyed this video, remember to subscribe to this video somewhere right here to the channel. I've got thousands of other videos coming your way to literally help you build an amazing business, an amazing life, and you know help you think a little bit differently along the way. So thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you tuning in and I'll see you soon. Ciao. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.